Thanks a lot, Lauren, for that introduction. Today I'm super stoked about this episode number 15 of the International Baseball Community Podcast. Uh, today I have the general manager of the Perth Heat on the line, and uh, he provides us with a ton of great information about how to get your foot in the door with uh, the professional baseball clubs within Australia and the Australian Baseball League. Uh, also, he talks about uh, getting your foot in the door uh, behind the scenes, uh, off the field, uh, in management and in operations. We talk a little bit about coaching opportunities as well around Australian baseball. And uh, yeah, he just he pr- provides a ton of great information, how to go about it, where the opportunities are, and uh, what they're looking for. So without further ado, let's get on with this interview with Lachlan Dale, the general manager of the Perth Heat. Lachie, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. A pleasure. Uh, you know, I, I'd like to uh, start off with, if you could tell us a little bit about your baseball background and how it led to your role as the general manager of baseball in Western Australia. I guess uh, coming from coming from Perth in Australia, baseball's not the number one sport like it is in America. So I've been fortunate enough to to play t-ball and, and little league and and, and baseball. Um, at a younger age and represent my state, um, represent my country in, uh, in under-19s World Baseball Championships and, and fortunately from there signed a professional contract with the San Diego Padres, which got me to the States and, uh, and fortunate enough to play four years with the Padres in the minor league organisation um, and unfortunately released in 2005, um, in which I came back into back to Perth and, and sort of, uh, as a lot of ex-professionals do, trying to find their feet of uh, a profession where they can make some money and actually uh, get on with life and um, went back into a sales and, and repping job and, and then got into some sporting goods. And then a roundabout way, I uh, still playing the, the local professional league here and then um, in a roundabout way got into uh, administration side of things, initially starting from a uh, from a development type role in, in grassroots and participation based in in Perth, mm-hmm. um, moving then into the uh, high performance and baseball operations for the uh, for the professional team, the Perth Heat. Um, following obviously a couple of years in the role, um, moved into um, a lot of the uh, the facts and figures and the and the numbers game of, of general manager of baseball WA, um, and now just recently. Taking over the uh, taking over the Perth Heat as general manager of the Perth Heat and, and somewhat a, a broader title of the CEO of Baseball Western Australia. Um, unfortunately, so the long road of of playing t-ball as a uh, as a three-year-old or four-year-old, sort of getting into the, the start of it, and now as a uh, 27 years later at 30, um, sort of the top of the food chain in baseball in, in the state. So it's. Uh, and, uh, yeah, great, great long path to get here. Yeah, and I, I read uh, somewhere along the way when you when you represented your country uh, in the, on, with the under nineteen team. Uh, yeah, what what happened there? I think you accomplished something pretty remarkable, didn't you? Yeah, we uh, were fortunate enough. I guess it was the first time I've represented my country, which is the which is the buzz in itself. Uh, we end up um, finishing and, and get the bronze medal against uh, Korea. Um, and I guess I was the, the right place at the right time to um, to walk off two run home run um, against Korea in in Taiwan, um, celebrating sort of thing that to win the uh, the bronze medal for for Australia. So pretty excited from that, and I guess on the back of that with the scouts and, and people around at the, at the tournament, yeah. uh, had a bit of interest in press scouts and, and picked up a professional contract uh, as a free agent. 
Uh, that's a great story. And, and now you're, uh, as the general manager of the Perth Heat, uh, I, I'm assuming that you've, you've hung up the cleats, or are you still throwing them on now and then? Uh, still running around in the local leagues, just yeah. in the, uh, the state league competition, which is just below the Perth Heat, I guess, uh, last couple of years, transitioning into the administrative side, um, doesn't lend a lot of time for, for practice and workouts for the guys, so yeah. stepping away a little bit from there, and it always made it a little challenging as... Uh, previously managing uh, the baseball operation side of it, signing guys to contracts, and then at the same time playing on them as a, as a team. It's uh, quite challenging from a relationship standpoint. So uh, at the moment, I just sort of play local leagues and enjoy the, the participation and and uh, and having a, a beer after the game with with friends and uh, and ex ex pro guys, ex college guys, and uh, and and the local grassroots side of things. So um, enjoying that side of things, but still get that. Uh, professional element or the professional fix of baseball at the Perth Heat. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's a little more relaxed as well. So. <laughs> um, exactly. <laughs> uh, maybe we can, we can begin with just talking a little bit about, uh, you know, Western Australia uh, and the baseball there in, in general and then, and then work our way to the Perth Heat. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe you, can you take us through the, some of the past struggles with the development of baseball within Western Australia and, and how it has evolved in recent years? Yeah, I guess the um, originally back in the in the nineties, I guess it was the the heyday of of baseball in in Perth and, and Australia as well. When we had uh, a professional league bankrolled by a few you know, millionaires that were quite happy to you know live their dream of, of fantasy baseball, owning their own team in, in Australia. Yeah. Um, so that was a, that was a fun time back in the day, and you know the the grassroots numbers were at its peak, and the marketing arm of the ABL and the, and the Perth Heat were at its strongest. Games were live on TV, and the, and the sporting landscape was few and far between of professional teams and. Um, that's essentially how I got started, uh, you know, watching the watching the Perth Heat on that side of things on TV and running around catching foul balls, um, you know, with crowds of three to five thousand people back in the nineties, um, with a couple of import players with the Orioles as well, still in affiliation. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that was an exciting time for for T ballers, for the junior baseballers had a product to go and watch. So that was uh, that was when numbers were sort of at its highest. Um, you know, we're talking. Probably fifteen thousand members in, in t-ball and baseball combined, uh, all the way from you know little ones to, to seniors just in, in the state. And then, um, unfortunately, the the league went bust. Um, some of those millionaires across the other side of the country, you know, faltered and, and couldn't put up a team. So um, the league shut down in the late nineties, which was detrimental to the the grassroots and participation of baseball in in the country and especially in West Australia. In sowing. Well, actually, saw the numbers halve um, as far as kids playing the game, um, junior baseballers and, and senior baseballers. So um, that died for about six years, um, in, in where there was no representation on a state level uh, in a national competition until 2005, which was really just a, a one-week state versus state tournament that was arguably semi-professional. You know, still drinking beers at night time after your game, although sort of supposedly representing your state. So, yeah. Um, yeah. but the, the talent was there. There were still, you know, five to six professional guys on each team, but, uh, you know, it wasn't really the glitz and glamour of a pro league. So that, uh, that carried on for about five years in the mid 2000s to so 2005 to 2008. And that's when the Major League Baseball had sort of made the strategic direction of uh, MLB International to, to get a league started in, in Australia, re- refinance and get back into it. Um, and the beauty about that is, I guess, the uh, the support for Major League Baseball 
which may seem to be a miscellaneous um, expense item in their in their books. It's uh, it's massive for Australian baseball. So uh, I'm sure they can jiggle their pockets and money falls out and can prop up a league for for two you know three to five years. So. Um, that's essentially where it got back on the map, um, you know, where, and then we're back to being, you know, professional organisations similar to arguably an A-ball, double-A sort of, of minor league organisation. Um, crowds are anywhere between 1,500 to 2,500, but what it's also done is provide an avenue for kids to see the game, watch the game in a local aspect see professional players, um, and now all those kids are starting to come back. So um, our T-baller numbers are, are increasing. Little League, Little League is probably our second best asset behind the Perth Heat, um, in which um, you know we've just had the, the first ever team from Australia compete in the Little League World Series, which was from Perth. Um, you know, three local clubs all next to each other, as the Little League model is, Little League International model is. Um, so kids going to the same school as each other, all of a sudden playing on uh, winning the national championships, going to you know, Williamsport and, uh, and ESPN and, and the hit factory and, and interviews and signatures and autographs and all that sort of stuff was just absolutely amazing for these kids. Um, uh, you know, the media that it sort of spiked over here, it's really sort of injected some extra life into, into participation and so much so that the, the US Consul General that uh, is, in, is based in Perth um, you know, have, have the, had the kids out to their house and living over, looking over the city and, and celebrated their great success. So um, that's pretty much our, our next best asset, and that's where our kids are going to come from. We've got a great foundation in our Little League structure, abiding purely to Little League international compliance um, and, the, uh, and the models underneath it, which is fantastic. And then essentially it just goes into junior baseball, in which... We, um, we run our under-15s, our under-17s and our under-19s competitions. Unfortunately, in Perth or, or WA in, in Australia, we don't really have a, a, um, an institutionalised version of baseball in schools. Um, you know, we don't have high school baseball or college baseball. It's, it's literally just club and recreational baseball um, set up by volunteers and, and helpers and, and people that really love the sport and want to keep the game going. So is there, um, that's, uh, do you say there's so there's no there's no college baseball within Australia? No college baseball within Australia. I guess our um, our fix and our feed is uh, we're probably the we're the leading state for sending players or, or potential um, you know student student athletes to America. We've got uh, on average we're up to about forty six uh, Perth players per year. Um, in, the, in the states, uh, getting a college education. Some are full rights scholarships, some are part. Um, some go for two years to JUCO, some go to four years. So there's a bit of a variety over there. Some just want to have the, uh, you know, the lifestyle of um, college parties and, and women and playing a bit of ball. Um, yeah. Others are actually going over there to be proper full four-year full scholarship um, draftee potential. So there's a mixture of both, but that's our pathway of where of where we're developing players to a certain age because you can sign in, in Australia at 16 years of age um, so you either sign young as a prospect and and pro teams have a uh, I guess pretty much uh, look basically on, on potential if you don't get picked up with a pro contract a lot of the good players actually go down the avenue of going to college for a couple of years and hopefully taking it from there not all can hack it obviously it's a different aspect a lot of in junior baseball in in perth you play one to tw- once to twice a, uh, a week mm-hmm. um and then train for the other four to five 
Um, so uh, I guess that's the, the reality check. You go to America and you might be playing four to five times a week um, and, you know, training less but playing more and still got your studies to do. So yeah. um, it's, a lot to it's, it's, it's it, exactly. So, uh, you know, with, with the – with the takeover, or sorry, I shouldn't say the takeover, but with the, the MLB ha- with their hand in Australian baseball, obviously there's a, more of a demand now for a number of qualified and knowledgeable people such as yourself in important positions. Are you finding that uh, a lot of people in these roles are from the U.S. or or are, uh, or a number of them such as yourself, uh, you know, from within Australia? Um, the majority actually coming from from America. I guess um, it's a it's a great way to fast track your your professional career. Um, we have an intern um, intern program where a lot of uh, I guess people that want to skip some of the uh, the day to day grind of of getting coffee in a in a in a organisation or MLB organisation where they can actually come to Perth run their own portfolio. I mean, they're media guys. They can be fetching coffee and. You know, running the beat in uh, in America and taking four years to get somewhere, yeah. where you can come to Perth, run your own media program, essentially be your own media manager, set up and get some valuable experience in in little old Perth, but your great responsibilities, great roles and and experience, in which you could probably jump that corporate ladder a little bit when you go back into into the states and into into professional teams. So we've seen that over the last four years, especially in Perth, that a lot of a lot of staff come out for for one or two years, get some great experience, and then skip a couple of levels and, and get a gig with a pro job because obviously they can they can go back saying, well, we've dealt with we're living in a city of two million people, mm-hmm. um, we're having constant relationships with the local with the uh, the, the, the state newspapers or the uh, the local newspapers and the distribution effects plus social media and, and online media etc cetera, etc. Cetera. So it's something that they could just be uh, you know skip a couple of levels instead of being on a run they come out here and similar sort of thing for general managers a lot of uh, um, a lot of uh, American guys are coming out and, and girls coming out there with big expectations of what they want to achieve and, and happy to go around the other side of the world to a startup, essentially a startup uh, professional league in which you know they uh, they can fast track themselves, have success, put some runs on the board um, in Australia, um, generate some revenue, generate publicity, and help grow the game. It's always nice to have on your CV when you're trying to get a uh, get a gig back in um, back in the states. Yeah, that's that's definitely a nice fast track and some some great advice there. So, how would somebody go about, um, you know, doing that? How, where 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 do they start? Who do they contact? Yeah, I mean, uh, we've got six six uh, the teams in directly in Australia that uh, that can be reached uh, through any of the the ABL websites, uh, the the ABL dot com dot au, and this is sort of their main page. Um, contacting the the clubs direct, I think I I alone probably get. Anywhere between forty to fifty applications for players that want to play um, in the league, and then probably another. So we get about 40, thirty to forty cold calls from from staff that just want to gain the experience. So um, contacting clubs direct, contacting the league. I believe there's about eight hundred to nine hundred applications to MLB International, an intern program, in which they they express their interest to, to work in overseas in the international leagues. Um, and a lot of people sort of get allocated and directed through MLB head office in New York. So um, depending on the right fit, I mean, for example, right now where I've sort of stepped across as uh, overseeing the Perth Heat from my current role as general manager of, of Baseball West in Australia, they're now looking after the uh, 
the I guess the, the Perth Heat and the professional side of the, the team as well. Um, but one of the void that's with our previous general manager has moved on to a national level, also an American guy. Mm-hmm. Um, that, uh, that came out here two years ago, had success with some sales, moved into a national partnerships and relationships manager, uh, but unfortunately leaving the void that we don't have a commercial manager right now at the Perth Heat. So it's a bit of a uh, gap that we're, we're looking to hire. We're looking to get somebody that's enthusiastic and, and wants to wants to bring in the big dogs. I mean, we're on, the, we're on the cusp of having a breakthrough league and, and really turning that and generating into, you know, three to 5,000 people at every game. You know, looking at uh, you know million dollars turnover, plus obviously judging the uh, managing the P and Ls on the books and, and bringing in those corporate partners. So there's plenty of opportunities in the league. Turnover is pretty high, as I said. Some a lot of uh, clubs have people come in for a year to get the experience and then head back home for whatever reason, whether it be work or, or personal life. Um, but we're fortunate. I mean, I love Perth. I've grown up in Perth. Of things, love that side of things. Uh, best comparable to to San Diego. So, if uh, if people out there in the US are looking to gain experience in a business career and, and continue their pathway in a sport that they love, um, and essentially they can come to the Australian version of San Diego. And uh, great weather, great people, laid back lifestyle, but obviously, a uh, in what I consider the best organisation in Australia, and um, something that could probably rival uh, a lot of minor league clubs. Now, I, I know that a, a number of uh, players from my website are obviously interested in, in playing for the Perth Heat or, or a club uh, in, Austra- in the Australian Baseball League, but I, I know that's, that's not an easy thing to do. And, and uh, you know, the standard of player is someone that's, that's played a, a high level or affiliated ball in, in the U.S. Um, but I know that a number of players do get picked up, so maybe they start in a state league, like in the, in the Western Australian State League and then they can possibly get picked up along the way. Um, so as a general manager, how do you go about, you know, um, how many opportunities would you say that are there for players to, to kind of work their way into into the Perth Heat? Yeah, I mean, there's, there's plenty of opportunities. Uh, at the moment, we've got, uh, it sort of does fluctuate from year to year on our uh, baseball operations regulations, but for argument's sake, this year there's uh, there's room in the, each roster, each active roster for 10 uh, imports, uh, U.S. imports primarily. Um, out of that, we've currently got, uh, say, four affiliated players, um, anywhere from A-Ball to, um, you know, Michael Ekstrom, who's um, just finished up his MLB slash AAA career um, with the Tampa Bay, San Diego Padres and Milwaukee, that is now uh, is our frontline starter. So, um, from a uh, from a day to day aspect, we target we target double um, A triple A uh, imports uh, in professional leagues that have either they just finished up a season or they're a free agent. They want to get picked up again. Um, that's sort of our, our realm of first point of call. However, obviously salary cap and, and getting these guys all out and you know having a, ten guys like that is somewhat unrealistic. So. A lot of what we uh, we do do is we've got regulations on state league baseball, um, which essentially is still rolling around in, but uh, it's still at a high level where um, young pros uh, are still playing, ex-pros are still playing, ex-college guys are still playing. Uh, but out of that, each club, uh, each of the 12 state league clubs have the ability to have two US import players. Mm-hmm. Um, these range from um, guys finishing up in independent ball, guys finishing up in college, um, guys that are finished up in pro ball that sort of 
want to come out and, uh, and and play club ball, but still have the opportunity to play at the Perth Heat. So currently, we uh, we probably pulled out two to three guys from the state league competition to to help out the Heat when we're when we're short of guys or or just pure ability. Um, obviously, with the Perth Heat being um, uh, essentially it's supposed to be a playground for Australian professionals to. Uh, hone their skills and get some extra game time in there before they go back to the States. However, we've, we're finding as our guys get through the levels, we've currently got 13 uh, Perth professional baseballers in minor league ball. Um, some of those guys are in the AA level, some are high A where they've just come off obviously a full season of pro ball. They want to take two to three months off and come back after Christmas and play in the league. So for those two to three months, we've got a void of starting spots. <coughs> um so the, uh, the opportunity for, for guys to come out and, and show their worth, either direct to the Perth Heat, it helps obviously if the uh, the player uh, pays their own way and essentially is in, in no debt to a club, a local club. Obviously, they if they uh, if they're going to pay their pay their flights and accommodation and bits and pieces, then obviously they expect them to play for their local club and not the Perth Heat. But um, that's part of the challenge. You're sort of uh, you got to invest in your future and you invest in the opportunity that can be provided. So. Um, so there's uh, numerous ways, and, and same sort of thing. Um, emailing through to uh, through to baseball WA competitions, we send out a, a database of all the interested um, players and even coaches um, that want to come out and you know get some off-season coaching or off-season playing time. They can always come um, come on down to Australia, and we can facilitate um, you know a lot of that for for our international friends. Okay, so I just want to just reiterate there for a second, just to make it clear for some of the guys that are maybe listening to this. If if they want a, an opportunity to play for the Perth Heat, then they should arrange with uh, maybe a state league club where they pay their own way so there's no obligations and then they're freed up to potentially play for the Perth Heat. Play for the – and play for the yeah. Okay. Okay, that's, that's and then- great advice. Well, exactly. I mean, that, and that, I guess that's part of the challenge when uh, when clubs pay their when clubs pay their way. It's obviously sense uh, have a sense of ownership over them. Have a sense of ownership over the fact that you know they uh, we paid your way. We want you to play for us 100 percent of the time. Excellent. Whilst there may be one or two opportunities, you know, the reality is that uh, you know we go we have road trips where you're away from your club. Um, you know, generally, generally speaking. Um, we go uh, we go hard for our, uh, our drafting and our and our free agent signings to the Perth Heat, and as I said, uh, we target Double um, A, Triple A guys that are just coming out of of pro seasons, free agents, and or just want to get a bite back at the cherry um, and get back over there and picked up. Um, so, but obviously, they're out, they're out the guys we target, um, and we sort of backfill from from there down. Yeah. We've got a great relationship with the Baltimore Orioles, in which we've had for back in the back in the previous incarnation of um, of the Perth Heat. Um, they've continued the partnership, in which they will send out four players each year, um, for all expenses paid for for the Orioles guys, and obviously we we use it as a um, as a platform. Um, as a platform for their development and, and send them back to send them back to the Orioles minor leagues. Um, and a couple of those guys have come out as A-ballers and now ended up in AAA baseball. So uh, just a stepping stone for those young, guy, young professionals too. That, that's a great relationship. That's, that's a nice connection to have there. 
Um, and I, I do have a number of, of coaches on my website that are looking for opportunities in Australia. And, and sometimes I hear that there's a number of opportunities. Sometimes, you know, I, I hear the other, depending on where you are in Australia, which state. Um, can, can you give us an idea of, of the number of possibilities or, or, or if there are any possibilities for someone that wants to come over to Australia and step in in a coaching role, whether it be, with, you know, with a, you know, for the youth of the Perth Heat or maybe one of these state clubs or anything like that. Uh, yeah, if there's any opportunities there. Yeah, there's, there's definitely opportunities for, for state league clubs. I guess a lot of the um, a lot of the, uh, the, the club presidents and, and committees and so forth sort of start hunting around in, uh, you know, in June, July for, for their coaching staff and want to lock it away early. Um, and then basically on that, um, they'll either identify they've got, they've got enough talent in their own ranks or they need to recruit internationally. We've probably got uh, – we started off a couple of years ago. There's one to two U.S. coaches that come into our, into our state league season. Um, part of it is around um, really delving into the grassroots and having a connection through the development in, in the, uh, the younger ones into junior baseball and into the senior team. So the beauty of that is you, you get experience and, uh, and you can gain – Gain your strength and, and uh, expertise from a from a little league or under thirteens to you know a, a state league baseballer and managing the personalities that come that you know whether it be an up and comer eighteen year old kid playing in the state league or whether it be a, a thirty year old former pro that can't make training sessions because he's got to work for a living type guy like myself so yeah. and everything in between so that's the uh, the beautiful part about the experience that can be gained um, and as I said there's probably only one to two opportunities um in each in each state um per year but um but nonetheless there's always a uh, always a skill gap on whether it be coming out as a as an assistant or as a as a helper or just for a couple of months um you know whether it just be a, a month sort of holiday slash coaching where it can be um a small payment or honorarium just to satisfy some of the um some of the expenses obviously that was actually somewhat along the lines. My next question is: I just wanted to get an idea if it's, it's possible if if somebody wanted to fund their own way over and, and you know maybe come come on on as a, as a volunteer for the Perth Heat and maybe you know what what do you think their odds of finding work on the side to support their their expenses while there and then volunteering you know uh, maybe in the opera, operations end of things or, or something like that. Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. I mean, um, there's uh, there's a lot of work, and <clears throat> depending on how many, um, how familiar people are with Perth, but uh, obviously we're we're very mining resource strong, um, quite a affluent state, I guess, um, and city. That uh, there's plenty of work going around. Business is booming. Pretty much, uh, arguably unaffected by uh, the GFC of a lot of other countries and or cities. So. Um, we're fortunate that we, uh, we've got a very quite a strong economy in, in Perth, and there's obviously businesses growing and expanding, regardless of what's happening in the rest of the world, which is fantastic, and obviously providing opportunities for cash jobs on the side, or one-on-one clinics, or or running camps and programs and development programs where they can sort of pick up some dollars on the side. So that's a fortunate part about uh, about Perth and, and the ability that it has to to make money. That's great. Yeah, I, I wish uh, I wish I had time to to look into something like that. So. <laughs> Uh, I was in I was in Australia in '99 and and you know uh, I was there just more for a backpacking tour and uh, yeah I wish I looked into into opportunities within baseball there and I, I just didn't think there there was a lot at the time so uh, mm. yeah just if I could have could go back a few years here 
Well, exactly, and, that's, and that's, as I mentioned, sort of the games, the games change, the leagues change since the late 90s to now, sort of, um, it's probably just, it just died, there's a lot of sour taste in its mouth, the opportunities were shutting down, you know, restrictions and uh, essentially, um, you know, contracting rather than, uh, rather than expanding, which it is now, so fortunate to be in that great position where, where our game is growing and, and numbers are growing, our opportunities are growing on both nationally and international levels, so... Um, yeah, ten, ten years, ten years too early, mate. That's all. Yeah, that's all. Well, you know, I, I really appreciate your time today, Ricky, and uh, you know, perhaps down the road we can connect again sometime. Uh, but I, I really appreciate you taking the time out of your day to to meet with me on Skype here and uh, provide a lot of great information. So thanks again. Absolutely, and I'll uh, I'll put it out to yourself and uh, anyone that does have follow-up questions from your podcast, that if they do have any questions, if you want to uh, collate them and send them through, happy to provide you guys responses with the best knowledge that I have of uh, of both Perth, WA, and baseball in Australia and uh, and the other states and contacts. If anybody needs any any uh, connections or networking, it can always be available to, to help guys out by email or, or however they wish. Perfect. Thanks a lot. I appreciate it. No worries. Take care. Thanks, That wraps up episode number 15. I want to thank Lachlan Dale for taking the time out of his day to fill us in about Australian baseball and the opportunities within, uh, behind the scenes in, in management, uh, volunteer work, and all the different angles of how you can get your way into uh, baseball in Australia. And, uh, yeah, it was a great episode, took it uh, down some different routes than we've been before, and uh, it was very informative. And once again, I I really appreciate Lachlan uh, finding some time to get on the podcast and share his knowledge. And uh, you can can hear that there's a lot of growth going on down in Australia. Uh, In the background, you could hear birds chirping, and you could just envision him sitting outside at a picnic table somewhere in 30-degree weather. And uh, if that's not enough motivation to get you uh, your volunteer application in, then I don't know what is. If you want to show your support for the podcast and for my website, you can head over to www.internationalbaseballcommunity.com. Go to the support tab on the menu, and uh, it takes you through a variety of different ways that you can uh, show your support, and I'd really appreciate it if you did so. So once again, thanks for listening, you guys, and uh, we'll catch you on episode number 16.